What's up, Deep End fans? What's up, SFB Buffalo? This is exciting. Mike Shope, Adam Krautwurst. Tonight, first, we will talk to Fantasy Mojo about the upcoming FFPC main event, which is always great. There's some new things about it, and Mojo, Darren Armani, has done some cool research on how last year's teams that won did it. And also, that also brings us back to SFP 12 because we'll have main event champions there for this draft coming up. We'll explain all that. And also, like, what's different this year and how do you want to play it differently? Things like that. So some Scott Fishbowl draft slot determination. Wow, Adam, are you nervous? Because you, you sound it. I'm very nervous. <laughs> very nervous. All right. Darren's waiting. Thanks for joining us. Big night. This is The Deep End. Excited? Very excited. Very excited. And Kevin is very excited as well. <laughs> Sorry, we're a little behind schedule. Lots of lots of stuff going yeah. on. What a day today. What's that what logo? That's a fishbowl logo. Is from it? Maybe last year. ACDC. Yeah, last yeah, yeah, year yeah. was bands. So that, that's what that go. is. I was the police, I think. You were the police. I was Radiohead. But okay. I picked my favorite band, and maybe your favorite band isn't the police? Mm, no. No, no, no. So how did you end up there? Uh, I don't know. I I think I made the playoffs, so I'll take it again if you want to if you want to want to go that route. Well, I mean, not. But I want to ask Darren this too. Like, none of us is winning the Scott Fishbowl. Like, almost everybody doesn't win the Scott Fishbowl. But like, I'm in a room with you and Matt Schauf and you know Zachary Kruger and Louis G and Sneaky Joe. Yeah. Like, come on, what are our chances? We're just gonna eat each other whole live. That's this, right. This thing on yeah, July yeah. 14th. All right, first up, we're always happy to have Darren Armani with us, uh, yes. one of our favorites. Fantasy Mojo, the man every high-stakes player turns to for information. Darren, have you figured out a way to use what you know against the uh, high-stakes community? Because, I don't know, that's one option. Nah, they're, they're, they're too good, to be honest. I mean, the, 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 the players, I'm good with the data, but I'll be honest. You know, you get guys like Hubbard and Chad, and like they're just – they're animals. Um, I, I I don't have as much bandwidth to grind it like uh, like those guys <laughs> do. So I got I got a complicated life outside of uh, fantasy football. Chad Schrader told us he doesn't draft until August. What does that sound like to you? I, yeah, I was aware of that. So I've known that for like three four years. I, I think that's you know he's smart. He just decompresses in the off season and then he comes in and he's not. Uh, jaded by any like preseason biases and he just goes in and he does his thing. He's like, he's, you probably heard him. He's a value drafter and he just has, you know, he'll, he'll hit it hard during the, during the season. So, and he comes in and he does well too. It's not like he's rusty. Cause I seen one, one of the more impressive things I saw was, I think it was two years ago. FFPC has these uh, big dog best ball drafts, 1250 each. And he like, Hopped in those, and then he ended up winning all three of them. It's like, and all of his drafts were different, you know. Um, he just he's a value drafter, and it's impressive. That's it, Darren. What I was thinking before we started, what do you have a name that you use in every draft? Like I can't think of, or are you like laying in the shadows here? It, like I'll try to kind of maintain a low profile. <laughs> I use different, like if you go to the owner's page, you'll see it's me, but I like to use a different sure. name. 
I think yeah. I think uh, this year my theme is uh, obscure wrestlers. So I'm like, I want <laughs> Salvatore Baloma. I was in with Mike with one of those, and I got Flex Cavana, which is The Rock's original name, and just all oh, these wacky wow. names. So that's good wow. trivia. Yeah, I, did not know that. Yeah. It was it was Guilds who said, "You, I think Adam, you called Guilds out once. Like, who is this? Or somebody did. He's like, never change the name to never show your face until it's over. Uh, yeah, that's right. That was Guilds. <laughs> that was a ship chasing draft. I was in there with uh, Guilds changed his, his team name midstream. So when he started the draft, <laughs> he was one name, and then like five round five or six, he like changed it back to Guilds. Like, yeah." The hard, the, the hard part's over. I might as well That's just right. do this now. Yeah, he's going to reveal himself. <laughs> I've okay. showed my strategy. You know, now I don't have to worry about it. Now it's just players. Yeah. yeah. Well, Darren, you've done a great job here on uh, FantasyMojo.com with uh, like the, the definitive articles on the main event are on that site. And the latest one talks about next year or this year coming up, but also how last year was won. Let's start with the changes the FFPC made to the prize structure. Everything's bigger this year. What did they do, and what does it mean? So, they last year the top prize was five hundred thousand for first and one hundred thousand for second. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's right, five yeah. and one. Yeah. And th this year they doubled it to a million for first place. And now they have uh, three prizes that are six figures or more. So first is a million, second is two hundred thousand, third is a hundred thousand, which is a sixty-five thousand dollar bump up from thirty-five thousand dollars last year. Yeah. So if you don't hit, you know, the main event or the the overall prize, you still got some pretty nice, uh, you know, the prizes a uh, second and third. But they did. The other thing you got to realize is they added a hundred more leagues. So mm. it comes with some increased competition and they did put that extra money for the most part up top, which is yeah. what people are playing for anyway. You know, it's like with the underdogs, like nobody cares like what the league prizes is. They're shooting for the, you know, that low hanging fruit, um, you know, to grab at the, at the top of the, the, uh, the contest. So, um, but well, yeah. that sounds like high, high hanging fruit to me. I'm going to have to crawl. Yeah, up high, high hanging up. fruit. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to really crawl up there. But yeah, no, I. this is what we've been waiting for, right, Darren? We ha And Mike, we haven't won the main event because we've been waiting for it to be a million dollars is what we've been waiting for. So here we go. Here we go. Dude, you were um, fifth two years ago. I was fifth two years ago. And it's even up. Uh, so that was 15K and now it's 25K. So it's, it's, it's even up from there. So the top six spots – are all getting a prize bump. Everybody else is staying the same, but we like that million dollars up top. I'm really excited about about that. Um, do you think that changes any uh, any strategies, Darren? Because you know, so they're adding another what 1,200 teams. Do you think this becomes more of a? I mean, how many? Do you, do you have the numbers on like what the what the highest amount of teams people use? Because you know, you do the, you go an underdog, and a lot of people are maxing out those tournaments. 150 teams, 150 teams. Are there, is there anyone and you don't have to tell me be specific? Is there anybody doing 150? I, I can't tell for sure. I, I but some some people like will name their teams like with right a number. Right. And I, I know Chad did that, and he he was easily over 100 teams last year. I don't know if he maxed it out. Sure. Um, but then the amazing thing is like because I'll look at the prize on our on our site, we list you know 
for every contest that the FFPC has, we'll have here are the teams that won every event and we'll list them. And then I'll have the team name in there and you can like click on it and link to like, what was the draft? Like, you know, what was the rosters and Chad's on there like 50 times for like the main event. And I'm like, that he, that he, you know, got into the sprint. It's crazy. Um, But I don't know, you know, I don't know numbers of who's maxing it out. That's something the FFPC guys would know. Yeah. And the thing that I like about the main event and, and not treating it too much like a tournament when, when you're drafting is, because you you know you have to set your own lineup. It's not best ball. So teams, you know, people can't. The reason why people don't max it out is a, it's really expensive. It's you know eighteen hundred bucks a team or so, um, and you have to you know you have to have smart enough people. You can't do that all by yourself. You have to have people you trust. You can't you know you you make a lot more mistakes in season long lineup setting, yeah. waivers, fab budget than just you know, set it and forget it best ball where you can just, you know, just let it, we'll let it play out. Right. It, it doesn't scale. If you're doing it by yourself, it, 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 that does, it doesn't scale, you know, right. to do massive amounts of teams. That's why people have partners and they, you know, have, they split roles and responsibilities. I'll do the drafts. You do the lineups. Then, you know, you do the wa- waivers is what is, is going to kill you. Right. So it's all fun and games <laughs> when you're drafting, you're having a good time. And then the reality hits of the season comes and you got to do these waivers and it's uh that's when it that's the grind I referred to is like that that'll like consume your life. Um, yeah, if you got too many teams. Hence, best ball. Darren, just as a quick aside, can you believe how big it is? All of it? I mean, it's it's kind of it, it is surprising um, because it's and it's it can't just be the format because like I did my first best ball drafts. The WCOFF in Vegas, yeah. like in 2003, I did those leagues. Yeah. And so, literally, I was probably like in the first 20 people, 25 people to be doing best ball leagues. Yeah. You know, ever. And then it really didn't pick up. Like they had the MFL 10s and I played those, but it's now it's just crazy. Like the volume. And I guess it's the marketing. It's, it's, it's a big prize. It's a million dollars. You can win a million dollars for like 20 bucks. Right. Um, and it's the technology too. It, they just make it so easy with these apps. You know, you got these guys like uh, uh, James Bramacombe and and I guess Liam and all these other guys. They're running multiple drafts at the same time, and a lot of times they're they're auto drafting them just to, you know, get exposure and get teams into the tournament. Because when when I do like an FFPC best ball, I'm, I'm like well thought out about it and I'm like paying attention. You yeah. can't, you can't, it's tough to do that with, um, you know, if you're going to try and max center these, these um, giant tor- tournaments. So. Well, what, J- what James said, and I know you saw it was put 150 teams in right away, half of which were on auto because he had his own ADP and he thought the underdog, you know, list wouldn't be really current. And if people are just sort of half paying attention or whatever, he was going to beat them. And so uh, <laughs> that's one way to do it. <laughs> yeah, and, and you got it. I gave that at the. I did that a little bit of that last weekend. I um, I made a list and I entered like fifteen of the Superflex puppies. And then as the drafts rolled, I looked at the team and it's like, well, did I like the way it came out? Let me adjust the rankings. Okay, I was getting the quarterbacks later than I want. So you you have to like it's like machine learning. And then you right. go back and you tweak your projections, and then you get it to where you want. And you can just let it auto pick. So uh, yeah, it's it's really. It's, it's an art, you know, it's not, it's not the way it used to be. Darren. So this year there's the added money. 
uh, and some changes to how you might go about attacking your draft or drafts about last year. So we know the guys who won. We met them, live right around the corner here in Western New York. Uh, The thing I remember is picking up Joe Burrow on waivers, you know, middle of the season. And so what did you learn, if anything, from last year, looking up how the teams that did well did well? Like what was different about it or maybe useful for this year about last year? I think recency bias is going to play a lot into it this year. And most of the teams that ended up winning, um, well, there's two things. Like a lot of them went here or B, you know, drafted that running back in the first couple rounds and then hit the receivers and then, um, you know, feel kind of filled it out with the second, third tier backs later on. But then uh, the other thing is, because that the burrow chase explosion, like, okay, now everybody's like, oh, look how this year ended. Let's we're gonna do this correlation for week 17. There, there wasn't that like I drafted some teams last year, like with that thought in mind, but it wasn't like now it's like that's like their whole purpose of of you know, or their whole philosophy when they go in these drafts. So I need to get like these super stacks at the end of the year to have a chance. So it gets each year. It gets tougher to find like an edge that's going to separate you from the field. Um, but for is, the most is, part, is week, guys is, doing is, what they did last year. Darren, is week seventeen specifically worth playing in main event when it's three weeks? No, like, no. I mean, it kind of stands out because that's that was the deciding week. But for the main event, it's a three week sprint. So you got to wait the weeks sort of evenly if you are looking at the schedule um, for playoff purposes. Mm-hmm. So, and I know probably maybe you guys do this too. I, I do a schedule and then I like wait, you know, the games. And then I look at, okay, which teams have like the highest or the easiest uh, schedule um, or most advantageous schedule in terms of like what they could do offensively. And then those are the players that I'll target. Um, so it's not just week seven, but week 17 is sort of like the showcase week. And that's the one everybody's remember because that was the, the decisive week for um, in most cases. Yeah. And I think that has to do like the week 17 is when you get in these tournaments that are that are week by week. Right. So, you know, each week you get eliminated and a certain amount of people move on. So week 17 is everything. And it's very top heavy, like, you know, 99 percent of the prize goes to first place and it's week by week. That's what I like about, you know, all these these uh, tournaments where you have to set your lineups, you got the FFPC, you know, the other ones too, NFFC, FFWC, same kind of thing, but no, you can't play for the one week. You've got, you have to get through you through your league a lot of times just to get in, you know, so you have, you have bye weeks that you have to worry about that are not, that are in the, the fantasy playoffs for your league. Right. You've got, you know, you've got a schedule where like, let's say you have a, a really nice week 17 schedule, but week 15 and 16, you play the two, hardest defenses in football. Well, that's not going to help you week 17. So yeah, there's a lot more thought. There's a, you, you can't just draft for week 17 uh, in this style tournament, which I really, really like because it makes more strategy and it makes it a little bit more, a little bit tougher. And it makes the, the rosters um, more, more, more unique. Cause I mean, how many times, I mean, I don't know how many teams are in this underdog. It's like, how many Mike are in the 451,000 and every, and all 451,000 people are, are optimizing for week 17. So it's well, like, they're, they're all going to have the same. And here's the thing, the offshoot, like if all those players do do great, then you're, 
all going to split the money. And if none of them do well, then none of you are making any of the money. So it's, 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 I don't think it's as simple as that, but I really do like this, this FFPC for format and a lot of these uh, other sites that, that do this type of format as well. I'm all about the 17, but in this, I feel like already from what you said right away, what we've sort of talked about that 15 and 16 are the play in terms of building it. If 17 is the glamor week and underdog drafters come over and they've helped, they have all the, this is me, by the way, they have all those matchups memorized, then go play 15 and 16. And, you know, you can't predict whose defenses are going to be good. I mean, that was, that is not something I would bother with. I just want to make sure I have the correlation that gives me a chance. Right. And you have that, that distinction of like, there are kickers and defenses in play that, you know, not that they're a huge thing, but that's a differentiator. Um, that all these best ball maniacs aren't really gonna. You, that doesn't translate over to a season long uh, main event uh, format. So you know, we'll have to see. But you know, and and everybody thinks last year like, oh, Mark Andrews was the man. Well, Mark Andrews gets the glory because he's the one who went bananas like that week seventeen. But and one of the things we do on the site is when we in our main event analysis is we we break down like. Look at the top teams over that three-week sprint, and we'll we look at who are the top performers within that three-week period. And the reality is, the most commonly owned player on the the top five winning teams was actually Dalton Schultz, who nobody really talks about. Yeah, um, but he was the guy that like put these guys over the top. Was he number two, Darren? The number two tight end in the in the race? Um, he was. He was one or two. One or two, yeah. I think the Go Bills had 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 Schultz on their team. They had both. They had they had Andrews and they had Schultz. Yeah, there you go. That'll do it. So and Schultz was a guy a lot of teams picked up. Um, he was undrafted on a lot of teams because yep there was that Blake Jarwin versus Dalton Schultz controversy, and um, <laughs> it wasn't until later in the preseason that it became clear what was going to happen. And it was weird too, because even after that opening game where Schultz had like a pretty good game, he still wasn't getting drafted that high um, in in main events. And and I was doing the, uh, the high dollar best balls. He was just, he was still there in the 20th round. It was like, historically the Dallas tight end is like a a money-making position. Um, So, you know, it's, it's weird. Yeah. It's really interesting, especially with the, the main event starting July 4th and same, same as last year is like you said, yeah, you get a Dalton Schultz July 4th doesn't get drafted, but then maybe by the main event, you know, in September, at least he's getting drafted, you know, um, but that's then that first waiver wire, you're spending all that money on him and Elijah Mitchell and all that stuff. It's just, it's just like the game within the game. You're in the same tournament, but you're playing, you know, almost with a different mindset if you draft in July and draft in September. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of players who don't like that, um, the sl- early July slow draft because they like historically they like having all the drafts kind of in like that tight window in in late August and now there's like some of the uh, the old timers they don't like that you can do slow drafts in July and and you know get those early values potentially. Um, well, but I, I would get injuries too. So. I mean, I I've been around the high stakes world since I was a kid, and I wouldn't say that. I'm an old timer. I just, if you want a million dollars up top, you, you have to do these high stakes events in July because you just need enough drafts. But if I had my choice as a player, I would, I would much rather start in August, 
have them all be live drafts, whether it's online or in Vegas, because I, I don't, you know, and we've talked about this before and we'll talk about it again. You know, someone takes Tony Pollard in the, in the eighth round in July 4th, and then Zeke goes down and now they have a first round pick. Right. You know? So I'm forced to, and I'm fine with it because this is what I do. I'm forced to draft early because I need those exposures to those, to, to those players. So I'm going to do it and I'm, I'm going to love drafting, but I would just prefer to have everything be in August and September, but I also want the million dollars up, up top as, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you want to sample it over the course of the drafting uh, season. Yeah. Dalton Schultz in the bare knuckle right after Dallas Tampa Bay week one last year, 1305 Blake Jarwin, 1403. Uh, not a huge difference. There you go. Darren, it's always such a pleasure to talk to you. Before you go, just pump your site if you want. I mean, I think pretty much anybody who watches us knows what you're about and what Fantasy Mojo is about. What else can players get from your site that uh, should make them want to subscribe? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I say it's like the one-stop shop for everything um, for high-stakes fantasy football. So the, the, the main features are – for FFPC, we have every draft board um, that's drafted online. You know, now it's kind of more of a common thing where people see the, the snapshots of the draft boards on Twitter. But if you want to complete index over the course of the draft season, we have that ADPs for every variation of uh, contests that um, FFPC offers. Every dynasty, every Superflex tournament. We have stack finders. Um, one thing that'll be important for main event. Uh, players is once you get in the season and you hit those waiver runs, we have waiver run history historically for, you know, the past three or four years. So you want comps. The question is how much should I bid on this guy? Well, you can go back to look in 2021 and see like, okay, the, the premier wide receiver for that first waiver run, th- these are the bids that won. So you can use that um, to, you know, uh, figure out what the appropriate price is. And it's pretty spot on from year to year. Um, I just want to add one more thing before I run. So the zero I, zero RB uh, controversy, <laughs> how people say, well, it's never won an overall. And I did go and look and see like what were the top performing zero RB teams for last year. So actually a zero RB, zero RB teams finished in 16th, 19th and 21st place. So how, how do you define it? So I went and looked at uh, teams that did not draft the running back in the first five rounds. Five. Okay. And then I found these teams, like one guy went like seven, like straight seven receivers and another guy like mixed in a tight end. Um, so they're, they're, they're getting there. They're getting closer. So I think we're going to see more of that this year. It's certainly not going to dissuade anybody. Um, they got, they got pretty close last year. And interestingly, all three of those teams drafted James Conner too. So you do have to hit on one of those overperforming, um, you know, running backs, which is sort of the the premise when, when they do that. So that's right. Yep. So they're getting, I, I, I like the strategy more this year because I like the, the receivers like back of the first round. If I'm drafting back of the first round, I can easily justify one, two, three, and a tight end, something like that, or one of the top quarterbacks, you know, in the top six picks. And then I like the running backs that are there waiting. Maybe not round seven, but Edward well, Taylor and Miles this Sanders. Year too. Yeah, they, they they seem better in the later. Last year, yeah. they you know, you had the whole dead zone and, like, these guys. They weren't even that attractive. 
Um, it t- turned out to work okay if you hit on on Connor or like Fournette right. was another guy too. Yes, my dead zone is the back half of the first round. <laughs> I, I don't want any of those guys there. I don't want Mixon or Henry or yeah, Dalvin, maybe Dalvin Cook, but those guys in the back half of the first round. Well, pick one's historically been a curse the past three, four years too. So the the um, and if you on our main event analysis on the site, we'll show you the top five teams. Like what draft slots did they pick in, and you can kind of look at that because that's always a common question. You know, what's the best spot to best spot to draft in? What time of year did these teams draft? Did they draft live, yeah. in person, or online? And uh, two years ago, the overall winner drafted live in Vegas. So that will tell you you can draft live with the big dogs out in Vegas and still win. So. That's right. And of the top five last year, if I remember your article right, two picked two picked twelfth. Uh, yeah, and the number five team drafted live, and I think it's the same guy you drafted with in um, the bare knuckles. Mongos? Yeah, that guy's like he's like he's like a machine. He's, he, he's the, like winning the, everything. Yeah, he won the bare knuckle, the cup team after I picked Woods. So okay. uh, well, sorry, listen, fans. I'm in, I'm I'm embarrassed. The the main event champs, Go Bills, were in one of my main events. I mean, I'm like the guy who gave up the 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 home run to somebody who broke a home run <laughs> record or something. Like that's me, you know. Um, you served it up. I served it up, but uh, who do you no. want for that? You you want like Chan Ho Park? You want somebody who you, you want somebody who gave up. Well, it wasn't the same pitcher, was it? Who gave up two grand slams in one inning? Like, who, who's the all-time? Who's Oof. the sort of the buffoon? I'll be that one. I'll be that, that one. Yeah. All right, Darren. Sweet. See you right, in guys. Vegas, if not sooner. Oh, the the expo. The expo. Yes, boy, right. Huh? We'll okay. be out there, and we'll uh, hopefully you don't get arrested. Oh. <laughs> always a good, always uh, good advice. We won't see you at the Fishbowl Buffalo, though. No, right? no, I, I got enough traveling. That's right. No, that's it's just. I don't have bandwidth, man. I got every weekend booked from like mid July through September. Now it's crazy. That's right. Yeah. Right. Enjoy That's your right. summer. All right, guys. See you, Darren. Talk to you later. Thanks, right. man. Darren Armani, Fantasy Mojo. Love it. I'm almost out of water. We're not even to the. I know the slots yet. To the slots yet. But yeah, for people listening, Darren, most people that are doing FFPC belong to his site, FantasyMojo.com. Great information. Go read that article. It's behind the paywall, as it should be. Go read that article about last year's winners and previous winners, when they drafted, as far as time of year, what draft slots, what, you know, all that different different stuff. You can see the waiver runs. You can see all the information. So certainly worth a deep dive on, on his website. Uh, absolutely. All right, let's go. Uh, time to select the draft positions for. Wow. Just right into it, huh? Everybody. Yes. All right, let's do so, it. I, I thought I was being all like prepared earlier today. I'm like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a wheel for all the names. It, as it happens, it is the wheel of names.com. Wheel of names. And then we'll have a separate wheel for the draft position. So I'm going to draft your name, spin your name, and then the draft position. But that didn't work because we would need two screens for that. And we're allowed one share screen. Yes. So can oh yeah, I have to scroll that up a little bit, right? How's yes. Am I, am, I, am I keeping track of this, Mike, or are you keeping track of this? Um, you can. I also have a spreadsheet, but we can't show that. Is there a way to show results? There really maybe isn't. I can I can keep track of it and then just show the results. All right. I will do that, too, but that would be at the end of the spinning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's it, it's not going to be fancy, but it's going to be something. All right. I'll, I'll do that, too. 
So 24 names are entered. Well, 22 are entered here in the wheel of names. Yeah. When we get started, we'll spin. The first person named will be the 101 in Scott Fishbowl 12 Buffalo League One. League One. Got it. And then the next person whose name comes up will be the 101 in the second league. Oh, we'll, okay. We'll go back and forth. Back and forth. Okay. We have 10 analysts by Scott's definition on the list. And I don't want more than six in one league. I want six in one and five in the other. Is that 11? I guess that's so this 11. Is like a World Cup. Is this a World Cup draw? It's a little bit of a World Cup uh, feel to it. That's right. Okay. All right. Um, Let's do it. I don't know what it is right now. I should have that in front of me, and I don't to be able to know who's an analyst and who isn't. Let's get that. I might have closed that screen by accident. Let's get that. I think I know most of them by this point, but. Listen, we're um, all analysts. I'm okay. going to get that in front of me. We're all analyzing something here. That's a good point. That get that in front of me before spin. we start. Spin, 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 spin. Look at Kruger, that thing. Schauf, Schaup, Schwarzkopf? Oh, my gosh. You know him? No, I know. I've heard of General Schwarzkopf. That's about that's about as far as that goes. Until July 14th, when you might end up just butting heads with Brett Schwarzkopf. Holy wire Schwarzkopf. All right. We're gonna have all these people with us at Big Ditch Brewery in downtown Buffalo, July 14th. Thurman Thomas will be there, and oh. all the proceeds will benefit his foundation. And that money is specifically targeted toward the Buffalo Urban League, which is doing the absolute most and most needed work in the city, helping people whose whose families were affected, upended by the shooting here six weeks or so ago. And also people who were employees at the grocery store and just like they are working so hard and they need the most help. So um, that's where we're going to focus our efforts. We're going to sell tickets for $75 each. If you happen to be around, uh, they'll go on sale by tomorrow, and that'll include food and a chance to meet Thurman and hang out with us. And also, and this was Scott Fish's idea, he said, auction off one spot to somebody there. So Ooh. we will do that. So if you come to it, you will have a chance to bid for a spot in the Scott Fishbowl. There are two open spots. One is... I'm working with some people to try to find us one more sort of known name who might want to do it. I can tell you secondhand that Josh Allen was asked, but the draft, it had to be on the early side because Scott didn't want a later draft where we all have an advantage. Like what if the Watson news breaks, you know, between yeah. when drafts are over and when we, for it, for example. So we moved it up. It worked uh. better for Thurman that way. It just happens to be, the last week off for the Bills. So most of those guys will not be in town. I know I, I was told Allen said that and Dawson Knox, you know, Dawson Knox plays fantasy last year. He was talking about how Eckler told him Eckler was going to sit for a game. You know, there, there were about a half dozen players on the team that I knew of who um, I thought might want to do it. I mean, if you, if you're really into fantasy football, you know what Scott Fishbowl is and that includes NFL players. Yeah, but I think it's just like sort of the wrong weekend no. for those guys. It's their last vacation week of the year, except for the bye week. Well, listen, let's do another one in Rochester up by St. John Fisher. They'll be <laughs> there for a couple of weeks. We'll be good to go. That's right. 
All right, All right so again, we're going to spin. I have who's analyst, who's fan. Just We'll get to a point where we may have to sort of limit and we'll just sort of leave it to one side once that happens. It'll all make sense. It'll all be fair. It's all on tape. It's Here on. we go. The, the 101, 101 in League One. Live, yeah. Scott Fishbowl, Buffalo. Here it is. Oh, wow. Wheel of Names will actually say the name, too. Oh, oh, oh. Schwarzkopf. Almost oh. had it. Schwarzkopf. The aforementioned. I almost had it. I the just had it. I said, will it say Schwarzkopf? Oh, my gosh. Good call. A-R-T-Z-K-O-P-F. Now, is this your assumed name, Mike? Because I know you get the one-on-one in every draft that you do. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last night I did two best ball manias. I got the 103 in each. So no. I'm, I'm slipping. I'm slipping. Poor guy. Poor All right. Guy. So just to confirm, Brett's name has been removed. Congratulations, Brett. Congratulations, Brett. First pick of the night in the Scott Fishbowl live draft. We love you. All right. Here's the other 101. I feel like this is like I'm watching uh, The Price is Right here. Who else we got? John? John, John Witt. Witt. Nice. John is also easy. in the analyst category. Fantasy6pack.net and Dynasty Nerds. Okay. So John will have the 101 in the second group. All right. Not to be confused with John Wick. John Witt. Listen, if you're going to talk we, we like that. We love you too, John. We, we love you too, John. All right, so this is I'm the – I'm almost out of water. Pick two. <laughs> you might, Here we go. To, what happens when I run out of water? That's right. Know. Where's where, where, where's Maddie? Come on. This is the 102 in League One to play against Brett. Oh. Schwarzkopf and Stinzinger? I mean, I can't keep yes. up. Yes. Holy that cow. That is in the fan category. Pete Stitzinger joins us and jumps in at the 102 in League One. <laughs> these, I thought Krautwurst was a mouthful. Holy cow, these names. <laughs> I, I have to be in that league. With Schwarzkopf and Stitzinger? <laughs> Come on. Wit, Wit Schopschoff. That's right. Krautwurst, That's right. Stitzinger, Schwarzkopf, <laughs> etc. All right. Good job, Pete. 102. This is a super flex league. You know what those drafts tend to look like at the top. That, that's right. That's right. Here we go. And you won't be drafting against Josh Allen as it happens. We tried. Oh, that's too bad. Ooh. Oh, Dylan. Dylan. That's Dylan. probably right. Uh, right. I don't know Dylan. He's in the fan category. And he is the 102 in League Two. These drafts will both be at Big Ditch. We're not sure yet whether they'll be in the same room. It's a huge place. I saw they have they have, they have a couple places. I saw um, more than one, correct? More than one big, big ditch or no? Mm, I don't know. There's the one signature downtown okay. location. That's where we'll okay. be. Gotcha. Two analysts, two fans. So keep track of that with me if you would, Adam. You got it. Here we go. Pick 103 in League One. We're looking for a long name here, I believe. Yes. Oh, this has got to move up. It's got to move up to my look. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you know, the long name streak is broken in League One. That's got to be short for something. 
got to be short for something. Ian gets the 103. He's in the fan hey. category. I've known Ian, Ian a little bit from the Sabres. And also with the 103, I'm terrible at the wheel of names, by the way. I've mentioned that to you many times. What so do you bad. mean? It seems like you're doing great here. Louis, Louis. God. Louis G, everyone. Louis God. Louis he God. gets, I'm going to try to do that voice. Maybe for Halloween, I'll try to be the wheel of names voice. <laughs> All right. Louis is the 103 in League Two. That's what? Uh, analytics are for nerds podcast, stand up comedian. Friend, companion, Louis got. Louis doing a ton of work for this event. I mean, just I'm blown away. He runs a business, and his whole day was you know working out the the venue and everything. Just amazing. All right, and it's his first year in fishbowl. He so wanted to be in it the last couple of years. He got the invite. He deserves it. And he was in Vegas with us. He and I were in two main events last year, and we cashed in both. We uh, were winners in both, so that was great. We'll be out there again. One hundred four. Analyst? Analyst. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just making sure. All right. One, one oh, I got a chance here. Jump. He's in with Schwarzkopf and Steve. I'm in league one at the one oh four. Oh, hashtag Lamar Jackson, everybody. <laughs> oh, don't give it away. I'm not going to. Well, I might, but don't give it who away. Who cares? Like, what, what am I going to. Why right. do coaches talk like this more? Just say the right. thing that's going to happen and then comes to the game and you still don't know if they're actually going to do that. You know, you right. mix it up and sometimes. Team, yeah. You might be breaking. Uh, Ian might go Lamar Jackson now. He might, he might. Kickers are more valuable this year. Right. You could see a, 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 a yes. I was trying to think of a funny Rodrigo Blankenship situation here at the 104. <laughs> Third round reversal. You might want to pick later. Matt Schauf made the, I think the, the key point we're trying to figure out how to do this tonight is like, I don't know if he really meant it, but he might have. Like, we don't know what positions are the right positions anyway. With a is it third round reversal. reversal this year? Yes. Oh, wow. There's, I got to get caught it? up here. I think it I is. I don't know. Can somebody tell it... you in the chat? I think it is. Okay. So if anyone's in the chat and they know. Not that it's going to matter to the wheel of names. Today. Start it right. over. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Let's meet the next person who is not in my division right here, 104. Commando Muffin. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> Dueling Lamar Jacksons. This is content, Mike. That's what this is. This is content. This is content. What oh, my. We're going to be in the 104 club. Oh, what a club to be in. What a club. <laughs> the, I like four the only four way pick. I can get a top four pick is if you've got one and I've got one. That was the only way that that was going to go down. It was at the deep end. <laughs> Both had 104. <laughs> Joseph right. Pellegrino. Oh, hold on one sec. Joseph Pellegrino has some information for it. it's third round reversal. Yes. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Joe was almost the 103 in Division One, but his name proved to be too long. <laughs> That's right. All right. 105, right? 105 Division One. Who's drafting behind me? Division One. Oh, I know who right. I want it to be. Who's I know who I tonight? want it to be. Who's getting sniped at every pick? Kyle. Tony. Tony. All right. We met Tony. He's helping us with the coordination with donations. Awesome. Lives in, uh, I don't have to say where he lives, but I remember him telling me. <laughs> lives on the corner. And of... he, yeah. Fan? Yes? Fan. Fan. What's the breakdown? Uh, League one is Schwarzkopf, Shope. 
analysts, two, three. Yeah, I've got two analysts and three fans, and then I've got three analysts and one fan in League Two so far. Okay. Notice on the wheel of names, right above where the arrow is right now, if you can see it, slot 23, slot 24. There are two open spots. Ooh. 23 is possibly going to be in the analyst category, if not celebrity. So I'm treating this tonight for the purposes of the balance as an analyst. 24 will be auctioned off at the event. It could turn out to be someone in the media or someone else who's coming. Uh, it doesn't have to fall perfectly, but I don't think it matters. The price just went way up. If it's this, because if, if they're sitting next to me, you know, oh, it's going to be a great time. I, great uh, time. I can see that. Here we go. Who will sit next to Adam? That's right. Who's going to hobnob with me? Well, other than Louie. Oh, I'm oh, next to Louie. I forgot about that. Kyle. Kyle Turner. Kyle Turner, who is Louie's co-host. Oh, so it's me, Louie, and Kyle? Oh, my god. On gosh. the Analytics for the Nerds podcast. I know like and... four guys in this thing, and I'm sitting next to three of them. All right. All right. Analyst. That's four analysts, Mike. Just just a heads up. It, wait a minute. Is that right? Um, I gotta check that because Scott. Hang on a second. Hold on. Did everybody is Kyle? Kyle's an analyst, I think. Yes. Kyle is. Yep, that's right. Nick Costantino from the main event winning team is is called is labeled as a fan here. Okay, but I'm so saying we have Four analysts so far in League Two, and that's that, that's all right. That would be, uh, I think it's three, isn't it? The last three. John Witt is not an analyst. Oh, he is right. It's four. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, so we're good still, though. Yeah. Okay. We'll, perfect. We'll, we'll cut it off at six. Six each. Okay. The first perfect. one to get to six is that's it. Perfect. All right. Okay, ready? League League One pick six. six. 106 in League One. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Oh, sneaky Joe. <laughs> you can tell the Wheel of Names knows how to say that. <laughs> sneaky Joe, welcome to the League One. Welcome right. to the League. Which Joe show? is my colleague, uh, producer, friend. Fan? numerous leagues with Joe. He is in the analyst camp. Okay. Deserves like it. That. He deserves it. Embraces it. You know what's good about uh, running out of water? Being by the falls, you can just... I, just, I brought wine, too. Oh, that's, that's perfect. You're hydrated. You're, you're, you're ready to go. With the buffalo glass for the occasion. Oh. Wait a minute. There it is. I mean, I've got... It's not buffalo hard, wine. A nice hard cider here. So. Yep. Yeah, I saw they got some nice berry sours there at uh, Big Ditch that I might have to. Yeah, that would be the that would be the Minky Boodle, or that's Thin Man. That would be the um, Berry Vision. Berry Vision. That's what it, I knew. I knew you'd know. I knew you'd know. <laughs> I didn't write off. All right, one hundred and six on your okay. side of the aisle. Exciting. Very exciting. Very. Exactly. Oh, it's Eric. It's Eric. I thought we were getting Kruger there for a second. Eric is also an analyst, fantasy footballers. I'm familiar with him. Young guy, and I think he's going to be really cool to have in this. Uh, I haven't met him. Look Eric at this. Ludwig. Look at this spread of death here. We got Murderers analyst, row. Analyst, yeah. analyst, analyst. Four in a row. Not that that means anything. By and way. five total. So you're one more away yep. from that's it. 
from that's it. From the, from that's it. And then we can basically put the other analysts in the in the other league and call it a night. That we will we'll figure out how to do that. Analysts <laughs> in League One is Brett, myself, and Joe. Sneaky Joe. Right? Is that what you have? Three? Yeah, that's what I have. Okay. Halfway. Halfway. 107. Exciting. I got this, this, this is Kruger. I'd put I'd put five on it. Oh Ooh, auction time. Auction. So I'm gonna put fan auction or whatever, fan auction. That's right. The fan <laughs> I'm thinking of somebody right away. Slot 24 <laughs> fan. I know someone who's going to come to this that would love to sit next to Joe. They just, just rib like, sneaky Joe the whole night. And what an opportunity. That should cost extra. Hold well, it's going to cost a little bit. Yes. Is, is Bulldog going to be there? I don't know. Oh, my God. I, I, he knows about it, um, but I don't know. I, I love it, but it's going to be up to him. All right. And he likes Joe. I mean – Overall. That could be that could be it. That could be the fan auction right there. 107. If this is an analyst, team league two is done with analysts. Yep. And it is. Oh. Slot 23. Slot 23 and slot 24 are just they're inseparable. So what it, I'm so this is a this is Thurman's person. Well, we're talking and hoping to find somebody um okay. with I don't know yet, but it, it could be. What should I put in the spot? Is it, is it slot 23 analyst, just like it says okay. on the uh, wheel. All right, so we're going to make that an analyst spot. We're all done with analysts. Murderer's Row. Murderer's all right, row. so does that mean? Yes. How, how many analysts are still up? Uh, we've one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We've used nine. So we need to put three analysts in league one. Victoria, Zachary, Matt. Yes. Now, if one of those, if one of those names is spun here, fine. Yeah. If not, we just plop it back in league one and we keep, keep moving. How many fans are left? Uh, however many spots we have after that. So it would be one, two, three. That would put us at. We have 10 spots left. Okay. We have three analysts. So seven fans. That sounds about right. Seven and three is 10. So that means I believe that this can be anybody and it, it rides like whoever gets yes, the pulled here is locked in at one Oh eight on league one. Perfect. Okay. Let's go. So this League One pick, one away. Yeah, eight. Yeah. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Kevin is Kevin. in the fan category. So that leaves six fans and three analysts left to draw. The three analysts still up there are going to League One. Yes, we just don't know what spot. Right. So if this spin, Adam, is an analyst, we're going to put him at one, him or her at one yes. nine on the left. Correct. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Oh, Matt boy. Julie, Matt or Julie. Matt Schauff Matt. is going to 109 yep. in League One. 
Man, is there a better fantasy player than Matt? Nah, I can't think of one if there is. I watched him on the audible today. Like, damn. (laughs) He's 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 locked in. He's locked in right now. Okay, so he's 109. So we're still looking for 108 in League Two. If it happens that Zachary or Victoria come up here, they're going to 110 in League One. Hopefully that made sense. I'm locked in. I got you. Julie. Two Julie. S's, two N's, two T's. Wow. So we're so this is league, sorry, league two. League two E's if you want them. Uh League Two 108. Julie says she's super excited. I don't know her. She's coming down from well north of Toronto. Ooh, nice. Very nice. So she is in. So next okay. up is this is 109 in League Two. Again, if it's Zachary or Victoria, they're going to the other side. That's right. Very World Cup style. And I think feel, this, this feels like World Cup draw energy. Oh, yeah. I would say. I wish we had bowls and, and all types of stuff. If you could see what I could see right now, you'd feel like you were at that. <laughs> That's right. Minus us being being paid off. That's the only difference. <laughs> Who no says? One paid. Oh, That's right. Uh, Kruger. All right, Zach is coming over to League One. Yep, the, at the ten spot. I think, I if, like Adam, when a long time ago, when we thought this was going to be a slow draft, and you just went to the website and picked your preference, I picked ten. That was what I wanted in uh, for a draft position because third round reversal and just yeah, uh, I, I, mean, I like that the feel of that. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be the wild west out there with with the different rules and the third round reversal is just gonna make it it's. I don't even have an idea of I – mean, I'm probably going quarterback, but I'm going to have an idea of, like, the strategy of my team right now. It's going to be shooting from, from the hip almost. All right, next up, we're looking for 109 in League two. 2. If it happens to be Victoria, she's going to 111 in League 1. Yep. It will not be. It will be Alex Reed. Alex Reed. Do we, do we know Alex Reed? I don't. I E or E I. Excited uh, to meet Alex. E I. All right. That's the 109 in group two. Now we're looking for the 110 in League Two next. If it's Victoria Geary, then she'll go to 111 in League One. So we're in League Two right now? Yep. 110. So sorry, where did where, where did Alex Reed go? To, to, to League One? 109 in League Two is Alex Reed. Okay, so we're back in League League Two again. Nick Byerly is 110 in League Two. B-Y-E-R-L-Y. Okay. Joseph Pellegrino's been close a lot tonight. That's All right. So now everything's caught up. We have 10 slots taken on each side. This will be for 111 in League One. And it could be Victoria, fine, or anybody. could be anybody. Well, League One will be done after this, right? Because if it's a fan, then we throw Victoria at 12 and call it a day for League One, correct? Yes. Okay. We'll still spin it. There it is. It's his there time. Joe. It was his time. It was. <laughs> That's a long name, 
Joseph, I'm putting Joe Pellegrino, and I hope you don't hate me for, for oh, doing that's that. Just, that's just sort of – you haven't even met yet. Well, he's in the chat. I feel like we go way back. He wanted 12, too. He's – you know, I'm sorry, Joe. All right, so we know who's on which side now. Victoria will be on League One, my side. Mike and Nick will be on League uh, your side. But for draft order, yep. we'll spin it. Mike Christensen, avid fantasy player. So this term, is, I, the term that immediately comes to mind is mover and a shaker. I mean, Mike is a, is a mover and a shaker. He's going to raise money for this thing, and everybody's going to love Mike. They're going to leave the draft going, who was that guy? I think his name was Mike, and that's who it is. There's going to be a lot of so, Mikes there. So. This is going to – let's just spin it for posterity. This will be Victoria yep. on in League One and Nick, main event winner in League Two. Is there any relation to, to, to Nate Geary? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know, though. Rights for football, guys. Nick Constantino's pick 12 in League Two? Yep. And Victoria, here it is. She gets the wheel to herself. To herself. (laughs) She will pick 12th, 13th, and 25th. Hold on a minute. Let Let me get this straight. Nick Constantino, who won a half a million dollars, is a fan. So I'm in the league with that guy, and I'm sandwiched between eight straight analysts. Okay. All right. I see how this is going to go. Okay. All right. I am going to close the wheel of names. So I'll I'll give you the the spreadsheet next. Give it to us next. Uh, So everybody can see, take a picture of it, um, whatever. And make sure this matches. All right. It's up. Make sure this matches what you have before we wrap. Got it. All right. Let's, am I adding it here? Okay. So we've got Brett Schwartzkoff. Why, why don't you read it off to me, and then I'll look at what I got here. Okay. League One, Live Buffalo, Brett Schwartzkoff, Pete Stitzinger, Ian Ott, Mike Shope, Tony Yeager, Sneaky, Joe DiBiase. <laughs> you hear what Sneaky did? Yes, he got out sneak. You hear about it? No. He did a $3 underdog classic slow draft. What? Can you imagine? Like 12 teams? He signs up on Friday, three bucks, and it starts and like, okay, eight hours. He's in a round four. It started on Friday. He's in a round four. It's a $3 three. lead. Oh, my gosh. Oh, he got yeah, snuck. That. Sneaky got snuck. He got snuck. <laughs> 107, we will auction off at the event, July 14th, Big Ditch Brewery. 108, Kevin Smith. 109, Matt Schauf. 110, Zachary Kruger, NBC Sports Edge. Joseph Pellegrino, 111, Victoria Geary, Football Guys, 112. That's what I have. League Two. Harder to read. John, I'm going to read it off the spreadsheet because the, the colors. John Witt, Dylan Anise, I hope that's right. Louis Gott, Adam Krautwurst, that's you. Kyle Turner, Louis and Kyle, Analytics for the Nerds. Eric Ludwig at 106. Slot 23, TBD. If somebody gets a text tonight, from Josh Allen that says, actually, I can do it. That'll be Josh Allen. Oh, my it, God. It'll, it'll just be somebody. Josh we're might get a text to, from me. She might get a text We're, from we're hoping me. to do the best we can at 107 for a little bit more punch to raise money for Thurman's Foundation. 108, Julie Bissonette from north of Toronto. Alex Reed, Nick Byerly, Mike Christensen, and Nick Costantino. That 107 possibility is, is promising and exciting. I hope I don't uh, let you down. 
I'm very, I'm very excited about. All this. right. Anybody have any questions? Anything in the chat? That's it. Yeah, people have been going. They they've been excited. They've been calling out what picks they want. Pick twelve. I don't think anybody got got what they wanted though. But um, <laughs> I didn't but get listen. you. I didn't get Louie. I didn't get Mike, a close friend. Um, but I got Joe, and a lot of other cool people. Yeah. No. I listen. And we're, I'm spe- I'm spending the whole summer with Louie and Kyle. We're going on a road trip to the, the expo. I'll see Louie and uh, I'll see Louie in Vegas as well. So. I'm excited. This I'm is going excited. to be – it's going to sort of bleed into Friday, too. This will, The drafts oh. will be July 14th. The whole draft will not be live. Scott wants to sort of, like, break it up in the middle. So we'll draft live for eight or ten rounds and then join the party. Everybody will get a walk-up song. Ooh. Every time a Bills player is picked by either draft, we have the shout song, Blasting in the Bar. What a great okay. idea. We got some ideas. Tickets go on sale tomorrow, if not tonight, probably tomorrow. I'll announce it on my Twitter at Shoke Talk. I'll just say, is there a place to get all this like information on the live portion of it, the actual event? Yeah, I'm telling you most of what I know. Uh, there'll be okay. lots of baskets. I got off the air at 7 o'clock. We went on the air at 8.30. On my drive home, I raised $250 in restaurant donations, so I've Easy. got them in the car. and It's going to be ama- amazing this night. I can't. I, I might. I'm only an hour away, and I'm probably going to sit and spend the night. Just, just an FYI. Right. So. We we blocked out hotel rooms, so uh, there'll be Friday morning. I have the week off. Me too. Oh wow. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. We might not make it to big. We ditch. might not make it to the draft. There, there, there's going to be a big ditch, but pick I don't know four is going to be the soft spot for both <laughs> leagues. <laughs> That's right. All right. Thank you, Scott right. Fish. Thank you, Louis G, for all his work. Thank you, everybody in the live Buffalo for helping to see this through. And I hope uh, tonight was a fun and fair way to determine draft positions, because what it means is those of us who put in our preferences didn't get what we want. Probably. (laughs) Uh, But hopefully this is fun and cool anyway. Thank you, Adam. See everybody July 14th uh, at big ditch. If you're in the group or you buy a ticket as for the deep end, we'll be back on Thursday, right? We'll be back Thursday. All right. Thanks to draft sharks for powering our show, and we'll see you on Thursday night. Good night. See you guys.